At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. We are off. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you. We're live in downtown Las Vegas. From the Circa Resort and Casino, we do have a huge three-hour program on tap today, including everything that you need to know and you want to know regarding the two football contests that have taken off uh, like crazy over the last couple of years here at Circa. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor, Mike Palm, Derek Stevens, VP and owner-slash-CEO, respectively, We'll be in studio coming up in two hours. So if you're watching live, that's coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern. For those of you who catch the show a little bit later on in the day in podcast form or later on on TV, that is uh, two hours from right now in studio for a full 60 minutes. We'll go over the guarantee, how many entries you can get, booby prizes, you name it. And if you have any questions about the, the contest this year, you can hit us up on Twitter at Live at Mitch Moss Radio. At Pauly Howard, we can tie in everything that has happened, Pauly, in the conference finals in the NHL and the NBA to begin. Because we did see the Florida Marlins, Marlins, Jesus, nice start, Mitch. Uh, the Panthers finish off the sweep last night of the Carolina Hurricanes. By the way, side note, I love those Hurricanes jerseys. Those were cool, but they go down in flames. Okay, so that's one sweep. The Panthers were 15-1 to to sweep Carolina. If you go back... To the Nuggets sweeping the Lakers. They were 12 or 14 to 1. Mm. The Golden Knights to finish off and sweep the Stars tonight. That was 10 to 1 before the series started. Okay, so when you convert those series prices or those odds into percentages, that means the Panthers had a 6.3% chance to sweep. Very small chance. They finished it off last night. The Nuggets, a 6.7% chance. Good. If the Knights do it tonight, they had a 9.1% chance 
based on the odds to sweep the stars. And I'll flip it, by the way. The stars are, eh, give or take, plus 1150 or plus 1175 to come back and win the series. So that would mean four consecutive wins. That's about a 7.8% chance. All this talk about the Celtics, it's never happened before. And it hasn't. It's all true. But for this team to win four consecutive games, they were priced at one very good sports book here in Las Vegas at plus 575 when they were down three games to none. That's 14%. That is essentially double or better than double any of the odds these previous teams had a chance to finish off their sweep and take care of business in four games. So can they do it? I mean, it's tough. Mm-hmm. But look at what's happened in, in with the Nuggets series. Look, look at what's happening in the NHL as we speak. Yep, and what just happened last night in hockey is more improbable than the Miami Heat. I mean, this is uh, there was a great tweet about we've gone from uh, I can't believe that uh, they came back to beat Boston to Boston actually had a 3-1 lead on them because they've won 11 of 12. They've won eight games in a row by a goal. It's the second time ever in a conference final that a team swept a series and every game was decided by a goal. For the entire series, a team led by more than a goal for only one minute and 40 seconds. How the, I mean, Bobrovsky's the favorite to win the con Smythe. He didn't even start in net. It was Lyon for him. And they were 65-1 to to win the East when they were down 3-1 against Boston. And yes, none of this happens unless the Blackhawks shocked the Penguins late yeah, in the season. Yeah. So this is this is staggering. So as I was tweeting out last night, it was basically a miracle, right? That's kind of what they needed to get into the playoffs. And now they've won 11 of 12. They lost four games combined to the Bruins, the Maple Leafs, and the Hurricanes, three yeah. phenomenal hockey teams. Yeah, that's a one seed, a two seed, and a four seed. Yeah. And certainly uh, with the power rating with the Leafs and Probably the best reg- was the best regular season of all time in the Bruins. And this will just tell you about the variance in the NHL and how random this sport can be. And they're playing out of their minds. Congratulations. They deserve it. They've been awesome. But again, they have outshot their opponents only twice all playoffs. That was game one against Boston, game three against Toronto. And we're sitting here watching a team that's going to be playing for the Stanley Cup final. All these numbers are incredible. For this team to do what they're doing in overtime... First of all, the tripping penalty with 57 seconds left last oh. night. How dumb was that? Yep. Completely unnecessary. And then they scored with four seconds left. They had to go to review. It was clean. It counted. But all of this happening it has just been, you know, the it ties in again to what the Golden Knights have done against the Stars. If they don't get a couple of um, bounces to go their way, the Knights are down two games to none against Dallas. And who, who knows how game three goes the other night? They're yeah. certainly not going for the sweep tonight. I know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same thing with the Panthers. I mean, you win the first couple of games in overtime and uh, in the breaks. And, again, they're not here unless Olmark loses his mind as well, whether, you know, playing with through several injuries and, and couldn't stop a beach ball there. It's not like that's the other 180 that's happened. Boston was getting whatever they wanted offensively, mm-hmm. how many goals they were scoring. So, what, they, they've won six in a row in overtime. They're six and zero in overtime in the playoffs. That's right. I mean, come on, <laughs> and they do it twice against the Bruins, uh, and then uh, and then now you've seen eight straight wins by a goal. So it's uh, it's great job, a coaching job, great job by the organization, and certainly if you have some uh, large tickets on them, let's see some futures. I bet them uh, on April. What the hell was it? April thirtieth at thirty five to one. So I have that ticket. 
for a couple uh, large pizzas. And, and that do, was, uh, do you April recall th- where they were in their series? Off the, I think they were down 3-2. I'll look right now. But Okay. Yeah, but it was just like, yeah, well, but I, I, I never saw this coming. It was more of a hate bet. Like if Boston happens to, to blow this, you just want to be able to take advantage of it, right? Because I never thought they were – I didn't think Boston would blow a 3-1 lead. Well, who did? Going back home after they toyed with them and they were so good offensively in Florida – Taking care of business? Well, before, so that, that must have been after they came back and won to make it 3-2 because when it was 3-1 that was and they were down, they were 66 in that neighborhood, maybe even a little bit higher than yeah. that okay. to win the cup. Uh, uh, whoa. Sunday, April 30th, that was when they won game seven. So maybe it was the night before that. I don't know. But and yeah. you got them to, to win 35-1. Yeah. to 1. Yeah. I know that uh, they were available. Some books left a 13-1 to 1 hanging out there. When they when they again finished that off, advanced to Toronto, and that was thirteen to one to win the East. Yeah, don't forget Maple Leafs fans. We want the Panthers. We want the Maple Leafs. Thought they, hey, we finally won a playoff series, yeah. and now we avoid Boston. This is great. Careful We're what going, you wish for. That's right. And they lose in five. It's just it's unreal. Again, if you go back to the final couple of days of the regular season, they were not in the playoffs. They needed the the. The Penguins to lose a game when they were a $5 favorite. Yep. They also would be the first eight seed since the Kings in 2012 to win the Cup. Well, that was... Was that when they were down 0-3? Okay, so let's rewind. Was that... The, I don't know if that's a year, but uh, Boy, the, King, the Kings did it a couple times. We miss our buddy Brian Blessing oh, yeah. so much. One of the all-time just legendary human beings to walk the earth. He loved hockey. He said that day... Uh, back if it was 2012, the Kings down 0-3. He said if they win tonight, they're not only going to win this series, they're going to win the Stanley Cup. And they did. And that was just an all-time call out of him. And he had tons of conviction on that, was very strong, told everybody about it, and he came back and uh, and they won it like that. There's also this with the Hurricanes. When this team makes the Eastern Conference final, that's now 12 straight losses. They were swept in 2009, yeah. in 2019, and in 2023. Yeah. The the 2012 Kings were at 8 seed, but ran right through the playoffs. That was the other year that Blessing called that. They were down 0-3. The Sharks came back and then went to the Cup. They were the 8 seed. They beat the 1 seed in 5. They swept the 2 seed. Then they beat Phoenix in 5. And then beat the Devils in I mean, they had no... They ripped right through the playoffs. Oh, yeah. To, to, as an 8 seed. It was crazy. What they were doing. So, and then, right, this, the, the other thing you said about Carolina, how can this be, right? This doesn't make any sense. With the shots on goal, you're no, winning every doesn't. overtime game, you're winning every game by a goal, you're playing defensive-minded hockey, Bobrovsky's been great, and, and and it's the other, it's a complete opposite for Carolina if they can't win in a conference final. 6-0 and in overtime games is... Well, yeah, you got to be fairly good. remarkable. You also have to be lucky. I'd rather be lucky than good. You have to be a little bit. Yep. yep. Luck, luck absolutely has to be on your side uh-huh. to have those numbers. And Kepka was there again last night. I, I had to get down. I, I did find Cameron Smith against him yesterday. <laughs> I had to bet him in the live. I just, I have to. Uh, yeah. If I lose, I lose. Uh-huh. And this could be, again, we have Derek Stevens and Mike Palm coming up. They told the story uh, the first year that Las Vegas was in existence for the Golden Knights. They called them the Mickey Mantles. There was a team in the league that showed up. The night before their game, they couldn't walk. They couldn't keep their reservation at the, at the restaurant because they were so drunk. Columbus. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. Because we've named them before. They had to get like escorted away from the restaurant. <laughs> they won the next night. Yes. So yeah, um, good that. That's we. There's a Bill who lives in the Washington D.C. area. Messaged me last night. 
He goes, I had to drive to Maryland to bet on this because it wasn't available where I'm at. I was going to max out, and then on my drive over there, all I could think about was the Mickey Mantles, so I cut my bet down on Cameron Smith. I'm like, hey, that, that can happen. The Howard Stern story, stuttering John, and the guys took a well-known pitcher out, took him to a gentleman's club and took him out the whole night. They dropped him off at the hotel at like 5 a.m. The guy was pitching the next day. He shut down the Mets. Yeah. I mean, so you, you never know. And I, I watched the last dance yesterday, too. Jordan with the food poisoning game. Hello, New England. We're excited to bring VEASAN Sports Betting Radio to New Hampshire and Massachusetts fans. 106.3 HD2. Tune in for the latest sports betting news and insights 24-7, 365. Uh, it was great. When we went to Foxwoods now a year and a half ago, it was great to meet the people from that area. A bunch of people showed up from New Hampshire. Uh, salt of the earth. Great people there. And I uh, would love to get back to Foxwoods sometime, maybe down the road a little bit. Didn't want to leave. No, no. It was awesome. Boy, that East Coast time zone. I like the Pacific time zone, but uh, for our hours, the East Coast time zone would be the absolute nuts. So this is, I mean... If the Celtics didn't win the other night and we had no oh, game God. five tonight, yeah. the Golden Knights would be going for the fourth sweep of the conference finals combined. Yes. That, I just, that's, come on. Up next, we'll recap the betting action from last night and something we like to call win some, lose some. And I will tell you about a game on the betting board today that opened up Pick'em. This morning, that number is now 14. Details on that coming up next here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. 
Take your sports betting game to the next level this summer with the, with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up now, only $9.99. Get access to everything we do, the daily pro picks. A lot of info on the NFL and college with futures, 24-7 video access, pro tools like exclusive betting splits. Start betting smarter, vcin.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. Kevin Rogers joins the program now, does a great job in the gambling space for Vegas Insider. He's been on the show in the past. We'll get into some, uh, and by the way, he's doing a phenomenal job tracking like every potential K number or angle that you can come up with with these props. Uh, Kevin, thanks for the time today. Before we get into some of those numbers that you've been tracking this year, you do live in Miami. I mean, if you go back to late March, early April, it, it, basically the Panthers needed a miracle to get into the playoffs. And now here they, I mean, what did you think of this team? If you want to rewind a month and a half or two. Guys, it's good to be on with you. Uh, yes, this team I thought was done in late March. They lost to Philadelphia on the road. They lost to Ottawa on the road. Sergei Bobrovsky was hurt. A lot of people were questioning if Paul Maurice was the right coach. His, he was hired before the season. And yet they won a game in Toronto in overtime. Alex Lyon, who was the backup goalie, he played for Bobrovsky. And that just like jump-started them. They won six in a row. Things broke their way. The Blackhawks beat the Penguins. That was kind of like the key game to get the Panthers in the playoffs. And then even in the first round against Boston, down 3-1, to one, they came back. This is a team that won the President's Trophy last year, and they lost to Tampa Bay in the second round. But something clicked late in the season where, you know, it's kind of like everything that happened in October, November, December didn't matter. They finally got it going. The acquisition of Matthew Kachuk from Calgary, I maintain, is the biggest trade they've ever made in franchise history because that guy is such a franchise changer for this team and what he's done. He's a heart finalist. And what they've done to sweep Carolina, it's it's absolutely unbelievable that they've made it to this point. Yep. Well said. Okay, now to Major League Baseball. And again, you've been tracking uh, the K-Props all year long, starting pitchers and by teams. Let's begin there. Which teams have been good at like not striking out and staying under or making the opposing starting pitcher stay under their K-Prop and which, which teams have been bad striking out a lot and the, the, the opposing starting pitcher goes over the K-prop quite a bit? You know, it's pretty amazing, Mitch. When, you know, I tracked this, I wanted to do it to see how these teams would fare just against starting pitchers, not against bullpens, to kind of just get that gauge of what they do against these guys that maybe see them a few times. Surprisingly, the Washington Nationals have the least amount of strikeouts against opposing starting pitchers. They have 203 after last night. Boston is right... Uh, in front of them at 204, the Mets have done a good job of not striking out a lot against opposing pitchers at 209. Pittsburgh, 213. Baltimore, 215. So those are the teams that have done a really good job of limiting their strikeouts against opposing starting pitchers and turning in a lot of unders uh, for those starting pitchers. On the flip side, no surprise, the top strikeout team against opposing starting pitchers the Oakland slash Las Vegas A's at 285 strikeouts this year. The Royals have 281. I'll tell you two other teams that you would think, well, one of them maybe isn't that big of a surprise. Minnesota is up there, but also the Texas Rangers who have been very good this year. They score a lot of runs, but they've struck out a bunch. They're, they're at 266 so far in the season, but the best under teams are Washington and Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay went on a huge run uh, recently to have a lot of unders and the most overs 
Marlins, Mariners, Rockies. So I just find Washington is the biggest story of them having the least amount of strikeouts against opposing starting pitchers. No doubt. Uh, I don't think a lot of people would guess that they would even be near the top. And then when you break it down even more, Kevin, what about when teams are facing lefties or righties? For righties, the Phillies actually have done a really good job of staying under. Uh, They have 23 under so far on the season. Pittsburgh is up there. Baltimore has done an excellent job. Uh, against right-handed pitchers. They're 21-9 and nine to the under. I know last night they faced Cortez, uh, a lefty. But uh, as far as uh, most unders against lefties, Washington is up there. Pittsburgh is also up there. The Nationals are 13-4 and four to the under as far – well, I should, let me rephrase that. Starting pitchers are 13-4 and four to the under lefties when they face the Nationals. Mm-hmm. So that number is pretty good. The White Sox actually have done a pretty good job, too. They're at 7-3. and three. To the under against lefties. Yankees are at seven and three, but uh, again, the highest uh, teams with the over uh, versus righties. The Marlins are up there, 23, uh, 12 and one. Minnesota, two. Minnesota, they strike out a ton, and they have been up there. But I, but basically, the best strikeout or the the teams that strike out the least amount have been Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Boston. I mentioned the Nationals. Like those are the teams to keep an eye out for, as far as if they face pitchers, maybe with high strikeout totals that they're maybe at five and a half, six and a half, probably lean towards the under because these teams are not striking out that much against those pitchers. It's such a great sport to bet on with all these different things that are and streaks, as you can see with everything you've talked about. Uh, we, we were shocked at the handle with in, in what the appetite has been for yes, no, first inning and the instant gratification. Are you blown away or surprised by how people love to bet this every day? You know what, Paul? I think... I'm, I'm not surprised. I'll tell you why. I, I'll take a, one of your phrases, late-game shenanigans. Uh, we saw yesterday the Diamondbacks up 5 nothing and lose to the Phillies. I don't think we can sit through nine-inning games anymore. We have to find a way to beat this thing earlier. If it's a five-inning, if it's three-inning, if it's the first inning, mm-hmm. yes or no uh, run, because you can't trust anything anymore for these long games. You think you're in the clear. You think you're good. We saw that Cubs-Astros game a week and a half ago, right. Chicago was up six to one. It was done. And Houston scores, what, six runs at the end of that game. You're kind of thinking, what, ha- what just happened? Yep. So I think that in baseball, especially, you have to find a way to shorten these games and look at first five. I think first five is a game changer because, mm-hmm. you know, you can win in a sense with a tie, you know, depending if you get a plus and a half, you can't have a tie at the, at the end of nine innings, but, uh, I think that this helps you out a little bit more. I think it alleviates anxiety a little bit when you get to bullpens and say, oh, I had to lead the whole game and now it's gone. But yes, the, the instant gratification, the first inning, the first five innings, I think a lot more people are jumping onto that now. Very well said. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Kevin Rogers, our guest, he's been tracking uh, every potential angle with K-Props this year, Vegas Insider. So some big names are taking the bump today, uh, Kevin. Manoa, Webb, Snell, Nola, maybe among some others. What have you noticed with their trends or how they've been going this year with their K-Props? Well, I'll start with Alec Manoa, who was very interesting from the Blue Jays because he had a lot of hype before the season. You know, you think uh, Garrett Cole, Jacob DeGrom, some guys in the American League for the Cy Young, that Manoa's name is kind of thrown out there before the season. But for whatever reason, Mitch, he struggled uh, so far this year. When you look at the strikeout props, he has 10 starts this year. He's eight and two to the under, and one of those overs just hit against Baltimore. It was four and a half, and he hit five barely at the end. 
But I'll give you another little angle on Manoa that it's interesting in his 10 starts, the Blue Jays have led after the fifth inning one time in his wow. 10 starts. And, th- and that one time, you guys will remember this game, it was a Tigers-Blue Jays earlier in the season. Detroit was up 3 nothing, and Toronto came back and scored four by the fifth to lead 4-3. to three. So Alec Manoa has not been as good as advertised. Last time he faced Tampa Bay, they shelled him early. So we'll see what happens this time around. With Aaron Nola, the Phillies faced the Braves in a playoff rematch. He's at 5.5. He's 8-2 and two to the under on his strikeout props. He's 6-0 to the under on the road. But he did face Atlanta six times last year, and these were his numbers. 6, 8, 8, 7, 8, and 10 for strikeouts. So he's had a good handle on this Braves lineup. So we'll see if that turns around for him. As far as Blake Snell goes, Mitch's guy, 7-1 and one to the under in his last eight. As far as uh, strikeout yeah. props, he went over his first start, 7-1 and one to the under. He has just not been able to figure it out this year. Yeah, great stuff. Okay, final uh, minute here, Kevin. So tracking all of this from opening day, how has it helped with you betting K-props on a daily basis? It's, uh, it's been extremely helpful because I'm trying to look at it from different angles. And, you know, anybody can look at just the K-props and say, okay, this guy, you know, what he's done against this lineup. I, I feel like looking at the teams, Mitch, I feel like, like breaking them down, seeing what they do against them, against these starting pitchers, has been very helpful to kind of get just another little angle, another little in for as opposed to saying, well, Aaron Nola's at five and a half. I'm just going to take the over on him just because. Like, sure. I think you found other little things by kind of breaking it down from the team standpoint, like I mentioned with Washington, everyone would think Washington's not good. They strike out a lot, but they don't, apparently. They may not be a good team, but they don't strike out a lot. So, you know, we try to find those little angles. But it's been helpful. But again, like anything else, it's not easy. But, uh, you know, it's just trying to help just a little bit and maybe make it uh, a little more profitable. No, very good stuff. You can follow Kevin on Twitter. He is at VI Rogers. Does a great job for Vegas Insider. Thanks, man. Good to talk to you today. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Yep. Staggering. Great yep. research. Incredible numbers. The first five stuff, too, which we'll get what to. We'll get into, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, we will discuss tonight's playoff action up next. Three-point props, three uh, player points, goals saved in the NHL. Your one-stop shopping starts next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Welcome back. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5. They get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Great menu and props every night at DraftKings, NHL, NBA playoffs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code VEASAN when you sign up. Hopefully he's in studio next week for Florida and Vegas out here for the Stanley Cup final. It's the great Dennis Bernstein. He joins us now from the fourthperiod.com and Sirius XM NHL as well. Back from Paris, what grade would you give it? Uh, a plus. Wow. If yeah, if, if you're a married guy out there and you want your life to fall in love with you again, take it to Paris. 100%. It was amazing. The history. You know, we have a lot of history in this country. Just just the ancient history that's there. Beautiful, great food. And I know Mitch's wife is a is a chef, so Mitch is going to have to take her there at some point. But just a, an amazing thing. Great time of year. 70 degrees. It was a, an incredible time. Just stop talking. Thank God she doesn't listen. Because <laughs> okay. if she, I'd get home today and she'd be like, see, Dennis told you we got to go at some point. <laughs> yeah, so, it was a great place. All right. Uh, how improbable and unlikely 
uh, uh, with this Florida. I mean, it's one thing to to get there yeah. at sixty five to one after they fell behind three one against Boston. But I mean, what 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 the 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 number that's I can't get away from is six and zero in overtime. But to win eleven of twelve and they've won eight straight by a goal. I mean, what happened? They they didn't play defense like even last year. They had the best record, but they would outscore people. But it's funny. The last couple of seasons, a team that won the President's Trophy the year before have won the Cup. So they were a really good team. But Matthew Kachuk and I know Bobrovsky, him and uh, Bobrovsky would be one or two for the consmite that they do win. But Matthew Kachuk drags his team into the battle. Plays twenty two minutes a night, three overtime goals. It's been an amazing run, but that's why Bill Zito, the GM, made a trade for, and he traded a guy who was a 110-point player in Jonathan Uberdo, who I voted for the MVP last year. It's been a great combination of players, and they all found the clutch gene at the same time, Paulie. That's mm-hmm. why they win in the clutch. You saw it last night with 4.2 seconds ago. Kachuk gets the game winner, and now they go on to the cup final. The first hockey jersey I ever bought, Keith Kachuk. Really? With uh, Back then, was it the Phoenix Coyotes? Yep. I loved it. Loved the okay. way the jersey looked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, side note, what do you think happens to that team? Uh, Arizona? Yeah. And they're, well, they need some billionaire to come in and take them out of there. I, they say there's other options in that market, Mitch. I, I don't know where. I, I mean, look, here's the thing. Sarver, who used to own the Suns, really couldn't stand the Coyotes, so they couldn't play downtown. I guess the only other option would be with get with Matt Ishiba, who's the new uh, owner of the uh, Suns, and build a downtown arena for both teams. That's a long way away. I don't know what to do. I, look, they don't want to relocate, relocate to Houston. And I don't know if they can because Tom Fertitta is the only guy I know in Houston could probably afford the team, right? So, And he's just coming out of the, you know, trying to buy the commanders. Uh, they don't uh-huh. want to move the team because then they don't get expansion fees. And they'll get upwards of, what, five, six hundred thousand dollars a million dollars for an expansion team. So why would they do that if, you know, they can, and you see how well expan- expansion works. The last two expansion teams, Seattle, who, you know, gave – yeah, gave it all they could in the playoffs, and Vegas was about to go to a second cup final in franchise history, so that's why, but it's a tough situation. I don't know how they can't be that committed to Arizona without a building in place now. Is Quebec City dead? Well, we put a team yeah. in Houston. What the hell are we doing? How about Quebec City? Well, they don't want to move because it's such a large market in Phoenix. You don't want to go from Phoenix to Quebec City, even though, look, it's nine years away from the next contract negotiation for the TV, right? So that doesn't uh-huh. change. They really don't want to go to Quebec City for a couple of different reasons. Another Canadian market. I, I don't know what to do. Kansas City could be an option. And that's the one city I would think about, Paulie, is because the Hunts might want a hockey team to put in that arena in Kansas City. That might be a decent option for this team. But staying in Arizona right. without a building in the, in the foresee- near future, I don't really see the, the validity in it. Uh, back to the Panthers. Doing your show yeah. and talking to fans and taking calls and, and, and social media, are you getting a lot of what does the regular season mean? And they, I don't like the playoff format and mm. how they set it up. Are you getting a lot of that? Not, not too much because I think hockey fans understand that this could happen. You could get hot. Like I'll give an example. This team is starting to remind me a lot of the 2012 Kings. That was an eight seed that that just got in. And yep. that's the whole thing. Get in and win. There's nothing wrong with that. Like this, this round hasn't been great because – there's been drama in the games, but one series is three nothing. The other one is four nothing. There's not much drama in that. I, I don't think so. I think it says, look, if your team does get in, like you should shoot for the players. That why you. That's why you go make acquisitions at the deadline. So I don't think it ruins the sport or thing like that. I think it's a great. I think it's a great story. Remember, Paul, you mentioned the sixty-five to one. I'll go back to April eleventh, when the Pittsburgh Penguins were playing at home against the Chicago Blackhawks. There you go. Pittsburgh beats that, wins that game. 
Florida's out. That's how improbable a story this is. So I think it's a great story. And none of the media is going to be complaining about having a Stanley Cup final in South Florida. At least I won't. Okay. Well, no, I mean, if yeah. you're going to go back and forth between South well, Florida and Las Vegas, I mean, I that's, know, that's a, quite the one-two combination, Dennis. Yeah, it's better than Raleigh and Edmonton for sure. <laughs> yes. so, what, what, you got a double tree in Edmonton. You go to Marriott this time. Come on. Yeah. Uh, you got no, the mall. GW married in Edmonton. <laughs> I upgraded for sure. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of the Ben suspension? And how about what he said yesterday? Yeah. Look, it's a really bad look for a guy who's a captain. And there's some calls for maybe taking away his captaincy because after the game, he wouldn't talk to the media. Right. His other teammates did. And he cost him the game. He cost him the, I mean, maybe not the series because this is the better team, but you got to be accountable. It was a dumb play. It was a selfish play. And two minutes into a game, you had to win. You got to control yourself. I was shocked because Jamie Ben's a pretty good leader. But the, the room's got to be disappointed. The organization's got to be disappointed. And I don't see any way. I know I'm looking at the prices here. Like, minus 115? No way. Like, they, they, they're just going to be so disheartened. I think this is an easy win for Vegas tonight. And oh. should be a great matchup. Really? No problem? Yeah. No problem. They're just dead. They're just, okay. they're just not good enough. Like, they don't make big plays. You're talking about this is the opposite of the Panthers and Matthew Kachuk. They don't make big plays in big spots. They're down 3 nothing. They don't have their captain. Are they going to empty the tank? I don't know. I don't think so. They're just not the better team. And the goaltender's awful. So what, where's the path to victory for Dallas? I, I really love Vegas tonight. And, you know, we could that could move up the Stanley Cup final. It's supposed to start at the first week of June. But with both teams sweeping, you could see it starting after, after Memorial Day next week. What happened to Ottinger? Guy, guys yanked, what, seven minutes into game three? It's not the first time. Mitch, like he's been bad throughout the playoffs. He wasn't great against you. Yeah. He, he just, he has, he gets hot. He gets cold. Yes. And last, the last game. And that's what you have with gold. You have the, the hot and cold goaltender in Ottinger. You have Bobrovsky, who's been the model of consistency. And that's why he's the mm -hmm. favorite, if not the co-favorite for the Conn Smythe. So Ottinger, it's not shocking, but the team in front of him hasn't played well either. They haven't really given him a lot of run support. Vegas has stifled and suffocated him and frustrated him. I think that's part of the reason you saw that Benz expression. I just did. Dallas is really super frustrated. I don't see that going away tonight. Uh, how about, is there a path for Aiden Hill, Con Smythe? No, because Jack Heichel's the big name, and he's okay. playing great. So I, I don't think so. Um, I, I guess if he had a great, if he had three shots in the final, yeah. But Jack's playing so well, and Mark Stone is playing as well. Those two guys have been carrying it. But I can, I can name five guys who've carried this team. And that's why Vegas is in a position, one win away tonight, to go into the cup final for the second time in six years. It's really been by committee. They've had a lot of guys step up. Marsh or so, and Carlson have stepped up. Raleigh Smith following starting started scoring in the second round. It's been a great story, but I, I, I think that the favorite, if I was betting, would be Jack Eichel for the Consmite. Okay. All right, well, you're right about that when you look at the odds, but uh, uh, great job by Cassidy. But kind of same question, because yeah. you're in Los Angeles with all the Kings fans, but when, you, when you're on radio and the same thing, Sirius, what, what, what do fans feel about Vegas making the finals twice in six years of existence? I think they liked it less in the first year. I think now they're accustomed to this is an organization that's really well run. And remember, they missed the playoffs last year, Paulie. And there's all this criticism about maybe this is it for McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon and guys don't want to be there and they don't treat their players right. You don't hear that anymore, right? Then one went away from a cup final. Yeah, is there some jealousy with respect to other teams around the league? Yeah, but it was done right. And uh, these were cast-offs. These were trades that they made. And then, yes, it's an attractive destination. So Jack Eichel would love, love to come mm -hmm. there. Mark Stone is happy to sign an extension there. So it, I don't think there's any jealousy. I think it's just an organization that takes a lot of risks, and it's paid off a lot. Four conference finals in six years. I mentioned on the cusp of the second cup appearance. 
It's a really great story in Vegas, and they deserve to be here because they have played so well as a team. Um, they've really shocked me because I think that the age and maybe a little bit of injury factor would have stopped this team. Nothing stopping this team right now. Paul. Who, who would you like then? And we have like 90 seconds here. Who would you like yeah. if it is the Knights and the Panthers? I know, I have to go with the Knights. I think home ice advantage. I just love the way they smother Dallas. I think their defense um, is big and physical. But it's going to be a close series, although I thought that these two series would be close, Mitch, and they're not. But, yeah, I would have to give the edge to the Golden Knights. I just love the way they're playing home ice and just their defense, the way they've been able to stifle teams offensively. I, I like them going into the, uh, the cup final and being a little something up that it's going to be Vegas and the Panthers. But I, I, I would give a slight edge to the Panther, uh, to the uh, Vegas Golden, to the Golden Knights. Yeah. Okay. The guy's everywhere. Just got back from Paris. He's up with us at 530 in the morning in Los Angeles. He's going to be here in Las Vegas. If it, they are hosting the cup next week, he might be in studio at that point. You can follow him on Twitter at Dennis TFP. Read him at the fourth period.com as well. Man, it's great to talk to you again. Thanks so much for the time today. The only show I'll get at 534, Mitch. Thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Yep. See you, Foley. Great job, I would buddy. ask you this. Does tonight's game remind you of Game 4 Heat Celtics? That was so bad last... Get, yeah, the best suspension. Fa- fans throwing stuff <clears throat> on the ice, right. I mean, Vegas had six shots on goal in the last 53 minutes, and they outscored them. Right. Think about that. I mean, <laughs> We will tell you how we are approaching today's betting card with in-pocket plays coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always my 
Hello, New England. We're excited to bring VEASAN Sports Betting Radio to New Hampshire and Massachusetts fans, 106.3 HD. Tune in for the latest sports betting news and insights, 24-7, 365. Welcome aboard. We love you. Absolutely, and they are in store for a real treat this morning. This is honestly one of my favorite hours of the entire year. The annual show where Derek Stevens and Mike Palm, they come in studio, the owner slash CEO and VP respectively here of Circa Resort and Casino, and they tell you everything that you need to know for the upcoming contests, Circa Million and Circa Survivor. Fellas, it's great to see you today. How are you? Terrific. Great to see you guys. You Love too. being back here. All right. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good hey, morning. Mike. Good morning, Derek. Good morning. <laughs> Presque Isle, Maine, our loyal family watching on Nesson, Danville, Illinois, Peekaboo Marquis, we see you. Fort Hope, Ontario, O Canada, watching on Roger Sportsnet, <laughs> Uniontown, Pennsylvania, in the Pittsburgh area, viewing us on AT&T, and Redlands, California, Sunrise Over Spectrum. We say good morning. Beautiful. You got to get it in. There you go. Right. Do you guys enjoy this? Like in the weeks that it takes to discuss this with everybody behind the book, the amount of hours you put into this, the thought process, the back and forth, what's the guarantee going to be, how many entries do we allow, all of, all of the new rules that you're going to add to the contests? Uh, yeah, we do. do. We do. You know, we try to get a we try to get a bit of a framework going. Um, let's say let's say about a month or so after Super Bowl, just try to get a framework going. Start thinking about, you know, what do you think we can do? You know, this upcoming year, and then uh, and then after putting a general framework together, then we got to kind of sit and wait. Uh, you got to wait till the schedule release comes out because that could impact so many things. We were a little surprised about something that that occurred, which from um, a contest perspective was was really terrific was the uh christmas uh monday triple header mm. so that that was really the first domino that it had to fall like okay we can do a week that way and then kind of kind of kind of go from there but we love we love coming up with this uh the little tweaks and things like that uh i thought it was a lot of fun mike how, what, what do you think of the process it's interesting because uh, sometimes the best laid plans of mice and men, and, and we'll get into it when we get into the weeds of Survivor, but you, you come up with a plan, uh, and then when you get a fresh set of eyes on it, somebody says, well, but I don't think that works, and you have to you know, you know have to call audibles at the last minute. Sure. You're you know, changing the rules as late as you know last Thursday um, before we send them out to, to legal to, uh, to get their sign-off on them. It's an interesting process, obviously. There's pushing and pulling about what's the guarantee going to be and where do we settle on it and what people's projections are and everybody has a different opinion and at the end of the day you could try to come to some sort of consensus and then go like hell to get there well how about a question for both of you and you're the king in the north but what <laughs> what's has this exceeded your expectations going back and you became you became the top dog here in contests and what you did was incredible yeah i mean it's not lost on me that uh Five years ago, we came up with this football contest, and we felt, well, we were the new upstart right. that um, that we needed to do something a little bit different, which was put a guarantee out there because we felt that we needed to have some credibility, and we put a number out, weren't sure if we were going to be able to make it or not, and and, uh, and then that first year kind of took off, and then, you know, we talked about it, we figured, well, we learned a little bit here and there, and then we bumped it from a million and a half then we went to three million you know and then just start ramp ramping it up from there and i would say for myself uh 
really our team we all learned a little bit a little bit more about marketing we learned a mm-hmm. little bit more about bringing people out and I'm telling you the people that play these kind these contests obviously a lot of vcent these a lot of vcent um uh followers and fans these are passionate football fans i mean every everybody that participates that we get to see on sign up weekends or when they're winning or they're coming out hedging a play and it's great to, th- these are great great people it's exactly who we want to hang around have a beer with it's a pretty awesome you know you go back five years and from there to here and you think about how important that first year was with the 1.5 I don't know who was Circus Sports. Right. You know, nobody ever heard there. This building wasn't here yet. Yeah. It was run out of the Golden Gate over here, right? And uh, and, and at the D on the second floor. And it said one point for who even knows what it is and who, how are you going to get 1,500 entries? And, you know, and we wrung our hands and make a late push and all that. But that's really what started it, that very aggressive first year that allowed to build to where we are now. Yeah. Remember that decision we had to make? What's, what's the price going to be? thousand dollars yeah then was a thousand the right number remember yes. everyone else was either 1500 or maybe five thousand or then what should it be 500 uh, right but a okay. thousand was the right number it's definitely the right number we're pretty happy about that call and so both contests are going to remain a thousand yeah. yeah it's worse so far okay so we'll get into the entries how many people can get this year mm. but also you Derek. this is another reason why you're so fun to be around and so great to be associated with you like to have a lot of fun with the commercials that you make as well and you incorporate people from the book, people here from VSIN. And so why don't we find out what the guarantee is from the latest commercial airing here from Circus Sports. Hey Darren, what's the guarantee? Hey Darren, what's the guarantee? The biggest pro football contest in Vegas are back. So big that we needed to use an armored truck. We're guaranteeing more than we did last year, 14 million to be exact. Circus Survivor enters pick one game each week, no point spread. Last the longest to win it all. Players in the Circa Millions make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts. All right, Mike, let's get this dough to the cake. Visits. All right, very good. Wow. There you go. There's the breaking news. Six million dollars guaranteed for Circa Millions and $8 million guaranteed for Circus Survivor. How did you guys land on those two numbers? Well, you know, last year we did we did six and six, and uh, we ended up with a little over 6.1 million in Survivor. So, I mean, you guys have said it, we like to grow a little bit, so we wanted to push it, push ourselves a little bit. So we pushed Survivor up to up to eight million we think uh you know there's a there's a chance we can get there we want to we want to we want to put a put a put a goal number out still an additional two million we're guaranteeing on on, on survivor we wanted to focus in on that total amount that was a key element mm-hmm. and uh bump that one and the six million in, in in the millions um you know a couple couple great things happened uh these uh these brothers these kids that won they were they were pretty terrific ambassadors last year they had a lot of fun um and uh, they'll be back, uh, but the reality is, is we only did, you know, what four and a half million, and, and uh, we got to grow into it. We might, we we probably bit off more than we could chew last year. So, uh, so now we got to take our take the millions uh, contest and uh, and kind of grow into it. Is kind of how, how it happened. So, um, we 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 went back and forth with some numbers. We all had different input. Jeff Benson, Mike, myself, and uh, and we settled on eight and six this year. Good move, and I think uh, ten thousand is realistic for Survivor. You agree? Really? Ten thousand entries? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, there's a couple tweaks. We maybe I'll maybe right. I'll agree. Mike's right. got oh, some oh, more of the God. details. I, uh, I, uh, yeah. I think that the the second headline here is that we've increased the max number of entries 
for each contest. So traditionally, you'd been able to buy three entries in the millions. That goes up to five. Ooh. And six entries for Survivor is now ten. Ten. Oh, yeah, there it is. There you yeah. go. I think There's the, your big boy. Yep. Yeah, I think that's the key move in order to be able to get to eight, or as Paulie says, maybe even ten. Yeah. I, I tell you honestly, uh, you know, we went back and forth with different numbers and what total was going to be 12, 13, 14, 15, and back and forth. And I actually said I lean towards nine and five with the guarantees because okay. I think this 10 entries in Survivor, to your point, Game could, could, could be bought. Absolutely. There were 368 people that did six entries last year, right? So if, if they did 10, right, you're already at another 1,300. If half of them did it, you're already at another 650. You're, already, you're getting close to 7 million already, well, plus all the new people. Yeah. And plus all the people that did one last year and got knocked out and said, oh, I got to do three, four, five, however many, right? Yeah. Well, who was the guy? Remember the guy who won it two years ago? We got he brought his family out, the whole family. Son, I mean, how many people are going to do that now? Got the brother, the sister, the dog, the cat. I mean, everyone. The mailman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the way to. How many people are going to do that now? Just bring the whole family out there. I mean, that guy. Yeah. There was a couple people that did that. So you have that in play too. You think ten thousand, uh, ten thousand realistic? Oh, I don't know, Ray. I'd be happy if we get, if we get to eight million. That'll be you know once again the biggest football contest in history, and uh, I'd be real happy if we get to eight. But I mean, yeah, I mean the bigger it gets, the better it gets. Right. Of course, I mean, I, I mean it's not like we're gonna lay off the gas. You know, if we if we get to eight million with a week to go, I mean we're gonna keep pushing it. Great. This is. Uh, yeah. That'd be pretty amazing to get to a number like that. You at some point, yeah. maybe not this year, but at some point, I am. I would. I would bet. I would make a nice size bet that that contest will get to ten thousand entries. Well, the eight this year sort of sets the trajectory towards ten next year. I think so. Yeah. I hope. I hope we get there. We're not talking here, and we end up with six five, and we have, have a big uh, overlay. But I, I think that sort of sets the trajectory. And you, you said it. Two years ago, one day this contest will have 10,000 entries. I think more than that. Mm -hmm. I really do. I, I, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. No doubt. Absolutely. I, I said this earlier. The one thing that Las Vegas forgot about yes. for several years is that people outside of the city like to get creative and not just concentrate on point spreads or totals. You're from the Midwest. I'm from the Midwest. Mike, we, people from the Northeast, the South, Outside of where it was legal at the time, they, they would play whatever contest they could, and Survivor was a monster outside of Las Vegas. And to be the first person to incorporate that into a contest was, you know, incredible, obviously, and you're, you're, it's paying off now. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys know, I mean, I've loved playing. I've loved yeah. playing in these. I mean, I got for so up. long. Oh, yeah, Hurry let me up, show baby. This. Get those hold up. this up. Look at this. These are the these are the handy dandy like <laughs> note handy dandy notebook version. These will be in the gift shops here at the D at Circa. Nice color coded. Lets you know everything you need to know. And of course, you know the, these these could fit on your fridge or or whatever you want to do. But these are the these are the ones that that you know you need to have. Everybody ought to have one of these in their office. Ought to have one if, if you're single in your bedroom. I don't want to get anybody divorced. Maybe your living room. But look at this one. This one. This you can see from across the room. Yeah. Just you know, just in case you know somebody calls you, you can just look like this. Look at a glance. You know what's going on. It's like this is what I've been looking at for the last three days. I cannot believe what's going on in week five. I'm still scratching my head. We could get into that in the we next will. segment. Those are available later on today. <laughs> yes, they are. Beautiful. And we'll also discuss the flexing Monday and Thursday nights, Black Friday, Thanksgiving, Christmas Day, all coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN.
Always a great menu at DraftKings. See if the Knights can finish it off tonight and get the broom out on Dallas. And whether you're rooting for your favorite team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings is covered for all the NHL action. New customers can place a $5 pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Join the action now, DraftKings Sportsbook. Arch, we march on here with Derek Stevens, owner-CEO of Circa Resort and Casino, and Mike Palm, who is the VP as well. Some news this week here at the Sportsbook. Uh, back in 2019, you guys hired a tremendous team, uh, and part of that, the guy who spearheaded everything, was Matt Metcalf. He was the Sportsbook director. He announced on Twitter this week that he is stepping down. He's going to remain. His role is going to be independent consultant. So in steps Chris Bennett, deservedly so. He's awesome. Again, Bennett's great. Jeff Davis is phenomenal. Uh, does this mean anything for how you guys operate as a sports book? Well, I would say I would say first off, our relationship with Matt Metcalf is still terrific. Uh, and Matt's gonna Matt's gonna work with myself, with uh, with CB, with Jeff, with Mike, um, and 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 as his tweet said, he's gonna he's gonna help be uh, like a consigliere to us a, a bit. And uh, um, Matt Matt uh, very simply, I mean, people gotta understand this is a tough job. I mean. I mean the the amount of sleep or lack thereof, uh, the amount of stress that goes into it was was really something. So so for Matt, we are happy for him. Um, we're uh, we're still going to be seeing him around around often. Um, he's really the one that helped set the some of the uh, thought process here to help build circus sports. You know, I mean, if you go back back five years ago, you know, one of our mantras was we, we're going to write tickets. We're going to write tickets. I mean, I don't think I say it as much anymore. Mike says it as much, but we want to write tickets. We run it. We're running a low hold model and uh, we're going to write. Um, and that's not changing. So Matt kind of yeah. set the table part of our part of part of our first batch, but nothing's changing with the, with CB uh, in charge of the risk room or or Jeff Benson or Mike or I. None of that. Not, not, nothing else is changing. You've done a great job in free agency too, getting Bachelary and Bogdanovich. That we, and we love Jeff Davis. I even you're always thinking of stuff. The, the crew back there. I love what they put up Sunday with the McElroy block head-to-head <laughs> matchup too. I imagine that uh, this block story is incredible, and I think you guys sent out Rory a six-dollar favor, and he had to hang on for dear life and fade the hole and won. How good was that? So uh, great job by your crew. Yeah, very well respected, Matt and everybody else. Well, you know the the team that Matt put together is really, I think, his shining achievement with us. And the first two guys he hired were Chris Bennett and Jeff Benson, of course. They're still here running, running the operations. One from the risk room and one from, from the front of house. You know, I, I was reminded of when Howard Schnellenberger left Miami. He was going to take over that USFL franchise, and the, the headline writers wrote Schnellenberger's tears down sandcastles. So the sandcastles are still here. Okay. Matt, Matt, Matt's just going to travel a little bit more and have a little more freedom right now. I, I want to ask you this, Derek, because we got news this week that a big boxing match is coming to Las Vegas at the end of July. For uh, at the T-Mobile, that's going to be Spence versus Crawford. A lot of excitement here, and boxing certainly isn't what it used to be in this city uh, when it was just epic. And when I moved out here in 2001, it was still very big. I think the outside fights were typically were basically gone at that point. But to go see a De La Hoya fight and the people watch at the MGM was just as good as it gets, or some of these other properties. Would you ever consider, or have you ever had discussions about potentially? getting in the mix for bidding for whatever it takes to landing a big boxing match and oh i don't know putting it outside at stadium swim 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think everybody knows I love boxing, and I love boxing in Vegas. Uh, you know, we did uh, we did that ten fight series uh, um, in the first year of our event center at um, um, right behind the D with uh, with Roy Jones Jr. as the promoter, and um, we had a lot of we had a lot of great fights. If I'm not mistaken, I think Devin Haney was was uh, we had, we had his first two professional fights oh. out there. So. Uh, um, we, uh, we, we, we love putting on, uh, on boxing matches. Um, we're working with, uh, um, a couple of very well-known, uh, former, former, uh, former, uh, boxers and promoters, uh, currently, mm-hmm. but we would love to do something like that, whether it's at stadium swim or at our event center really depends upon, I mean, the, the stadium swim is not going to hold 10,000 people where, where our, our event center certainly can. Um, you know, when we did this 10 fight, um, series it was on I think CBS Sports uh, on that 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 year. Um, there's a certain electricity in Las Vegas for outdoor fights. I mean, I fell in love with outdoor fights watching. You know, back when I was chasing Lennox Lewis, back when I was chasing, um, you know, um, Holyfield, yeah. uh, Bo. The, I mean, the Fan Man fight and everything <laughs> in the back of Caesars. Yeah. Um, all, all these outdoor fights. There, there's something about the air. Um, and the sky in Vegas, there's electricity out there. So I love I love outdoor fights, and uh, yeah, we we we're, we definitely have venues that we'd love to be in the mix for. I saw you last night. Oh, go ahead. Were you, no, no, yeah. uh, you were at Power Slap. It's unbelievable. Oh my god, you wouldn't have believed this no, Power Slap. And we wrote we wrote on every one. We we booked nine 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 slaps, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting there with with uh, Dana White, Lorenzo Fertitta says, I go, hey, hey, Lorenzo, are you booking? He goes, yeah, we're booking. I goes, he goes, I know you guys are booking every one. He goes, thanks for thanks for booking it. This was unbelievably enjoyable. I mean, it is crazy. How loud is it? Oh, when the guy unleashes! Oh my God! When, when he when he gets them, I mean, start to learn. You know, no clubbing, no no, right. no lot of lot of fouls, all this. <laughs> yeah. It, it uh, but but you score like on a ten point must system. Uh-huh. So the the first round, you know, ten nine, ten nine, nine ten, you know, that type of thing. But then there's a lot there's a lot of minuses, a lot of deductions. You can get a deduction even if you win the round. So uh-huh. there's a lot of strategy that goes into this thing, and. Uh, it is enjoyable. It is made for betting as well. I mean, this is this yeah. like this little card. You're not going to bet one. You're gonna you're gonna take a round robin of sixes. Okay. I mean, that, that's right. that's what we're looking at. It's it's yeah. it is it is a lot of fun, and I I think that I think for those of you that have not watched this, once you do, you can't get you're your hooked. eyes off it. Yeah. And uh, and this is going to be this thing's going to explode. I mean, obviously Dana White uh, is a pretty good marketer, right? So, no doubt. Um, this thing's going to take off. Well, I feel very comfortable with that. And uh, I have to ask because I'm sitting next to a billionaire, of course. What's new and exciting at Taco Bell? <laughs> um, Taco Bell. After Power Slam, Nicole and I went there. Sure. Yeah. We went to Power. Oh, of course, I, you have to. Walking around Lucky last night. My bill. My bill. First time I actually told her. You go over fifty dollars? No, no. But what I did is I hit it. I hit it like to, to the exact figure. It was exactly four zero dot Hit exactly forty. It was unbelievable. What'd you order? What? What was your go-to? What'd you get? Mexican pizza? No, no. Chalupa. Three Crunchwrap Taco Supremes. Sure. Four Taco Supremes. Uh huh. And then they had this special, this unbelievable grilled stuffed um, steak, grilled cheese burrito. Okay. Holy smokes! That would, okay. No, yeah, you're that, a big. Guy. You're like me. You like to have the leftovers the next day. It was unbelievable. That's what you do. That's the play. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I did. Well, you feed a few people, so but it was, oh, okay. it was good. Right. But, you can do that too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Forty dollars. Paulie sounds like he's fourteen years old right now. <laughs> I love on. leftover Taco Bell the next day. <laughs> 
The finer things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Michael, you have a big announcement. You're ready to go. Everyone's tweeting at Mike Palm. He's yeah. going to New York. Going to New York. Times first, Square. First John's time. Pizza. It's right there. Ice Cream Museum, 9-11, Statue of Liberty, all of that. The Edge. Um, yeah, we're flying out tonight. Get there. We land at 6.30 at JFK. And then uh, the highlight for me is going to be tomorrow night because we're going to Yankees Padres. So thanks to the Padres for the tickets. We'll be there with our with our gear on maybe we'll be somewhere in uh, the tv tv viewing area but that'll be fun my wife said we don't what time's the game start i said well it's seven there she said we don't have to stay for the whole thing do we i said no let's get see musgrove get through five at least (laughs) (laughs) so we're excited to go to new york and then we fly back monday night derek michael jordan paid 3.5 million dollars for a car this week what's the most amount of money you would ever spend on something that you're just like you have you have to have Man, that's Are a you tough question. Would you, did, does driving or riding in a car 300 miles an hour interest you at all? No, no. Well, back when they had the Vegas Grand Prix, I had, uh, I had, I had one of those um, rides where I got to go on, to take a lap on the course. And I, and they had these professional drivers uh-huh. come up and they kind of match you up. You got to go down one line. Then your professional driver comes in, you're matched up with the helmet on and all that. I actually randomly drew a guy that I actually heard of. And my driver was Emerson Fittipaldi. Okay. And I got a lap with him. Nice. I did one lap. You get one lap, right? It was after that lap I decided I'm never going to do this again, huh. ever. I mean, it was a, this was unbelievable. I don't know how far, how fast he got up to. I mean, it was a street course. I mean, I think he got up to maybe like 180 or something like that. That was enough. Yeah. All right. Well, fellas, uh, that's it. The hour flew by. Yeah. Can't thank you enough. Love doing it every single year. For those who missed it again, the guarantees this year, circa millions is going to be $6 million, and you can get five entries. Circa Survivor, the guarantee is, has been bumped up to $8 million this year. With a twist, you can get 10 entries. That's up from six a year ago. Yellow. So $14 million overall in guaranteed entries, and sign up start when? Two hours from now, 9 a.m. Pacific. Great job. Okay. Yeah. Great job. Very good. What's your total here, Paul? Get you on the record right now. Survivor? Total entries. 9,400. 86. 83. 83? Eric? 8,001. If you miss any of it and want to go back and listen again to the exact rules, search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. You'll get everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.